0: You are listening to the oneofus.net
1: podcast network. Hello, One of Us listeners. My name is Nick. You may recognize my voice from One of Us shows such as The Screener Squad, The Final Watch Series, and occasionally The Breakfast Pub. Recently, I have into the world of audiobooks and created my own production company, Mercs with Mics, which so far has been quite successful. The bad news is, is that's a little too successful for me to actually keep up with the workload on. So I'm looking for some freelance audio editors to help me out with some basic editing. Things like editing out flub takes, loud breathing between dialogue, and the elimination of clicks and pops and other artifacts that might end up on the audio. Payment would start at the rate of $70 per full hour of edited audio. I'm also looking for narrators, with a decent home recording setup, and at least some previous experience in acting. If you are interested in either of these positions, please contact me at merkswithmikes at gmail.com. Thank you for your time. And a special thanks to all the listeners who support OneOfUs.net and keep this wonderful site going. You make me proud to be One of Us. us
0: OneOfUs.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to OneOfUs.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. So I feel like to be faithful to reviewing this season, a fourth of this should just be a musical segment. So does anyone else want to try out for their uh, musical piece for this review?
2: Oh, I don't want to subject our listeners to that.
3: <laughs> I can do Kermit the Frog doing the Rainbow Connection pretty well, but I can't really <laughs> sing well. Rainbow
2: Connection.
4: I
5: mean,
4: if we just want to honor the time period, we should just cut to a cigarette okay. commercial. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Because, oh my gosh,
0: there are so many musical performances. Just just in this season alone, I think there's twice as many
4: musical performances as the entire first two seasons.
0: Yeah, I think
4: there mm-hmm. is. By the way, before we start this podcast, is everybody okay with being paid in maple syrup?
0: <laughs> that That is a reference to a thing that I get.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so many cavities.
0: Uh, anyways, uh, hey everybody, we're talking about The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Season 3, which is definitely not the end of this show because just today it got renewed for a fourth season. Woo! Yeah, so um, I am excited about that I hope that next season is stronger than this season Because, you know, not to just totally bury the lead on this point But, uh, yeah, this season is still good I think it's probably the weakest season of the show so far, though But, Justin, how do you improve on perfection? <laughs> uh, well, you don't, and that's why this season's not as good as the first season So, Because, you know, that's the thing I, we discovered this show, like, only a few months ago, because we watched this, and then we marathoned through Fleabag around the same time.
5: And your mom was the one that suggested it, because, um, your mom, she adores this show. Oh,
0: because it's from the creators of Gilmore Girls, which my mom is the biggest Gilmore Girls <laughs> fanatic, uh, her and my sister. They watch like, I think they have watched that show literally, like, they could watch a whole bunch of other shows in the amount of time they've watched Gilmore Girls over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, yeah. but I mean, is anyone else familiar with, like, Gilmore Girls or this show beforehand, like, uh, Rose?
2: Uh, I was familiar with the Gilmore Girls and I tried to watch it once or twice and I could not the the style of dialogue in it I found insufferable and I yeah I, they use a lot of that in this show too but I think less so so I can weather this one a little bit better. Well this one Did is definitely know, in that same Verona's. rhythm of like
0: super fast dialogue delivery through between everybody of course. But sorry, I didn't
4: watch Gilbo Girls. I'm a man. I watched Justified and Sons of Anarchy.
3: Uh, but Justified is so good. Don't lump it in with Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> but sorry, Nathan, Then you also uh, watched a little bit of Mrs. Maisel, right? I got to watch the first season and the first episode of the second season. And then I got told that I would be working all week instead of being able to review it with you guys, which really makes me sad because I am loving it so far. Oh, fair enough. I mean, which,
0: hey, you'll get to hear Nathan's thoughts on Silicon Valley review as well. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. At least, at least you get something to do this week, thankfully. Um, But yeah, why don't we set up just a little bit. Well, first of all, again, you've probably heard all the voices here. It's me, Justin, right over here. And then over here, we got Rose. Hello. Hey. And over here, we got Doggett. The only correct one.
4: Doggett!
0: <laughs> no, brother. Uh, Nathan over here in the wings,
3: uh, helping out with this review. Just, just passive observer. I'm just watching you guys. This is actually a psych project. <laughs> and then we got uh, my wife, Lexi over here. Hello. <laughs> Did you just bore at your wife?
0: Hey, to be fair, is Rose euphemism? Rose made that joke in a previous time when I said my wife, she was like, My wife. It's okay with uh, <laughs> callback humor. I don't get <laughs> uh, there's actually quite a bit of that in the season too, honestly. But why don't we set up the uh, the season here now? Again, just like the Silicon Valley review, anything before this season of Marvel's Mrs. Maisel is on the table for spoiler stuff. Just to warn you, people, if you're not cut up, be a little bit familiar with the stuff we're going to talk about here. But uh, why don't la, you give the la, setup? La, la. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you give the setup, Rose? Like, where does the season start?
2: Uh it starts pretty much right like seemingly the same day where season two ended off where she's just gotten her um offered a tour with shy baldwin the i guess uh harry belafonte-esque singer i was gonna say and, like he's not based
0: on a real guy
3: right
5: i think he's an amalgamation from what i read he's, he's based on like, harry yeah. belafonte
3: you got me excited that harry belafonte would be in this but i don't think he's still alive
5: actually <laughs> oh. isn't harry belafonte still alive is he <laughs> I want
4: to say he passed away recently. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, Rose, continue. (laughs) You people are monsters. I
5: don't know.
2: Um, Yeah, so she she goes on tour with him, and it starts off with the USO show and just kind of goes from there. And her parents have their own subplots this season where we look a little bit uh, more closely at them as human beings. And Joel continues on with his I want to own a club subplot and uh, lots of stuff going on.
3: Yes. Oh, by the way, Harry Belafonte is alive. So. Yeah, All I was right. about to say, age 92. I didn't want yeah. to Jesus, interrupt you guys. you guys were trying to sign this guy's death warrant. I, I
0: <laughs> was sorry. pretty sure he was not dead, I'm just saying. That was
5: my mistake. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I, really you, I just
0: won five of, like, bucks. Me. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so one thing that's interesting about this is that this season's actually a little bit shorter than last season, because that was ten episodes, and they reduced it back to eight again. So I guess they had a little bit more concise a story that they planned for, which is... Kind of the funny thing where, you know, not to just launch immediately meeting the criticisms, but compared to the first two seasons, I actually felt like this one was a lot looser in its plot structure. Because, mm. like you said, we start off with uh, Midge going on tour with Shai Baldwin, and there's not really a direct goal with that. It's just just going on tour and going to Florida and going to Vegas, for the most
4: part. Yeah. I'm well, curious. How- this is what the show's been leading up to, isn't it? It's it's to like it Midge has a career now. That's what the season is. But that's she, the problem is that is officially be, a
0: comedian. It still feels like there should be something that she's working towards. And honestly, even though this is the point that she's been trying to get up to, there's no like underlying character drive that really feels like it's pushing her forward to grow or expand other than stuff that gets put on her later on in the show. Yeah. How are
3: the side characters like? How is Tony Shaloub still in it? Well, um, I was—we were just about to get to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing.
0: Moving on. Okay, why, why don't you clarify, Rose? I hear your ink over there.
2: Uh, the, all of his uh, kind of quirks and idiosyncrasies that he had, you know, in the first two seasons that were very charming and no doubt earned him, you know, the Emmy that he won for it. I think for season two. Yes, indeed. They tu- turned up to like cartoonish levels. This time to the point that it was like, all right, this this almost doesn't seem like the same person anymore. It sometimes. feels like he's becoming Monk, like like even yeah. more. So the yeah, yeah, I kind of have to be
3: there. Is it flanderized? Would you say
2: very much so? Uh. Kind of, because
3: the whole thing with this
0: season is that he gets involved in Marxist rhetoric and communism.
5: He kind of goes back to his roots of being a bit of a rebel, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's not like it was all bad, but it felt like I don't know. It felt like it was being a lot like you said. It's a lot goofier than he was in the previous seasons, where before it felt like he was kind of restrained. And here he's just like, "Oh, I'm being a crazy person because I'm trying to write for a Marxist newspaper, and my stupid college student friends are trying to get involved in my life." Which, oh. gosh,
5: I hated those people so oh my much. Oh that you're was my least favorite part of the season, honestly. That was
2: unbearable. And uh, to be fair, at
0: least the show addresses it at some point. Like,
5: yeah, you're hanging out with a
0: bunch of morons. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: that's that's uh that's sad to hear. I, I really like my two favorite characters right now are actually. Can I make him four favorite characters cuz I love both of the parents so much on either side of the uh the little separation well, thing.
4: Well, Nate, let me let me speak on the uh path of sanity here. <laughs> so, uh Tony Shalou, I'm going to say right now, this is the most chill he's ever been on this uh, on this show. I I don't really know what you guys mean about uh, him, uh, what, what was your point? He, um, you
0: mean our totally accurate assessment that he's a little bit over the top compared to where he was the first He's so
4: not over the top, though. He's very chill throughout most of the season. He's more contemplative and like it's more of a they're all kind of sad because in the last season he, he quit his. Did he get. Did he quit or did No, he get so fired? it was the
0: beginning of this season where he, he essentially he goes on a. Well, he quits Columbia and
4: he quits. His, I mean, he gets pretty much fired from Bell Labs, more or less, so. It's like all the, like the adults, like her parents and like their journey in this season is like, to an extent is finding what their purpose is. Yeah, but it feels like that's all
0: it was. Like they're finding the purpose, but they're not really moving forward with that purpose. They're still, it feels like they're setting up for the next season of their story. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I think um, for me in a way, the more disappointing one um, of the parents that I wish I could have seen a bit more of and more development for was The Mom. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, played by uh, Maren Hinkle.
5: Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I, I love The Mom. Like, you know, she's got all these kind of, like, little quirks sometimes remind me of my own mom and, and everything, and you know, and I loved her in, like, the first two seasons, and, and I really, you know, still enjoyed her in this season, of course, as well, but um like, you know, she has some, like, plot points that happen in, like, the first few episodes and you're like, oh, this is kind of cool, like, you know, she's kind of, like, standing up for herself a little bit more and, like, putting her foot down a mm-hmm. bit more about things, and then it doesn't really show much more of that. It like, really backpedals. That's well, it's because they
4: get anchored uh, to, a very cer- the, to, a, to a single spot for a few episodes. But and that's yeah.
0: the problem. That's the problem is that they set up a huge thing to happen by the second episode with her, and then that yeah. never really addressed it or pushed forward at all.
5: Anymore. Yeah, they bring up like well, this plot point. Sorry, in, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, they bring up this plot point um, dealing with some of her family and you know, and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. We get to see a little bit more of, like, her backstory and, like, and, you know, her standing up to, like, you know, some, some of her family and stuff, but then, like, it never comes back to that, and it never, you know, you never just see her keep going forward with that, you know, as, I, as you mentioned, it feels like it kind of anchored itself right there, and on the one hand, I understand that it had to be, in a way, you know, kind of anchored, but I still wish there could have been a bit more propulsion with that person. Well, so- well,
4: okay, I-, I will try to defend this, but I will only defend it after you guys answer this one question, were uh, were we aware uh, that her family was rich, bef- like in the previous no, season? That, no, that was we not. Were, that no. was that was a total plot twist they pulled out of their then, butts. Then let me retract my defense because I would have only defended there. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> weird how how that just comes out of nowhere. Well, yeah. because yeah. the thing is like I guess somebody must have
0: complained behind the scenes, just like so. Where does all their money come from? Because I'm sure a teacher doesn't get paid that much, and they're like. Oh, um, hmm. right. <laughs> oh,
2: you you should have seen the people on the subreddit for the past, you know, year and a half trying to do their best math and consulting old articles about uh Professor Pay in the 50s and stuff and trying their hardest to figure out if they could actually afford it on his salary or not. Okay,
4: you guys are being crazy. I've s- the, I've seen the Eddie Murphy SNL sketch. You just go to a bank and they just give you piles of money.
0: That's how it works right? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> no but yeah that is again that feels like there's some sloppy elements in the background there with a few details because you're just like it I don't know like and when I say like, there's some criticism the season honestly the only major details that I have to complain about are with the central characters of Midge and her parents because
2: mm-hmm. there's
0: actually quite a bit of good stuff that still happens this season it's just their stories in particular feel like they're the weakest
2: yeah, they they come off at times as almost unlikable. Oh, I mean, well, they're yeah. extremely
4: unlikable. They're people from 1958. Oh. They're the most unlikable, <laughs> unlikable generation. Well, but that's the problem, though, is that it
0: feels like the it's not so much that they're just unlikable because you got some difficult characters throughout this entire show. The problem is, is that Midge is so self absorbed and so into her own head that it feels like the show wants us to sympathize with a bunch of stuff she does. But she never has self awareness about some of the really crappy stuff that she does to other people at points, and you're just like, yeah. Midge, yeah. maybe you need to reevaluate a few things. Like again, she wants to become famous, but it
4: feels like at the expense of. Actually, making her a human being at points.
0: Yeah,
3: like yeah. Let's
4: let's well let's not get something twisted. She's not trying to be famous. She's trying to have a career. But she wants to actually have a famous career. She doesn't want to just be just a nobody in that sense. Yeah.
0: Oh
5: sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. And let's be honest. Like Midge likes the attention, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like you know, it's nothing wrong with her wanting to pursue a career. It's nothing wrong with having any of those goals. I think. I think at times she just comes across as being. You know, and I don't. You know, I don't think she means any of it maliciously at all. I think she no. just sometimes comes across as a little bit naive at times, and a little airheaded. Yeah, a little airheaded at times. Like you know, for instance, um, like in the last season, um, you know, she was like at her friend's wedding and like said some really dumb stuff, oh, and it was man. like, ooh, and it was like oh. hard to watch. Oh, but then God. like it doesn't really feel like that. There's ever any consequences for that, and I feel like there's a few moments that happen in this season, um, with the exception of maybe a couple couple, I guess that it just never felt like there was like really truly any like
0: repercussions yeah
5: repercussions for it you know because everyone loves midge and like look i love midge too she's amazing she's you know but
0: but she like and it's also the fact that even when consequences come up for her she never feels like it never feels like she registers those consequences yeah yeah like
5: um or if like she sees like other people going through stuff sometimes she doesn't really uh register it in like a way you think she should you know for instance like she's aware that Susie is struggling financially and like when you know something comes up in a season where you know Susie has an opportunity to make more money she kind of like isn't like, yeah, like you she know,
0: she acts like an a hole, just like, oh, you want to abandon me for her kind of thing, yeah, and, just and it's like, like well, well to be
4: fair, her is the bigger asshole of the two. <laughs> and
1: she's
0: oh, a absolutely, but... I get that, but it also she like it takes a, a bigger a- another big a hole in her life to explain to her, just like, so how come you're mad at her? Like, don't you want her to make more money? It's like, well,
4: yeah, I I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like if right now one of your friends said, so I'm going to represent Roseanne Barr, a little bit, a little part of this would <laughs> be like. I'm going to judge you a little bit.
0: <laughs> I guess. But, you know, and to be fair, the person that, I mean, because that's actually one of the things I did like this season was Alex Bornstein's, uh, plot plotline of Susie.
5: Oh, I love her. She's probably my favorite character in the show, to be honest. Honestly. I love Susie. I oh, really, yeah. I relate to her a lot, too.
3: Because <laughs> everything just... I love Mac from Chalk Zone. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I have a question. Uh, so I see from just looking at the cast that Sterling K. Brown, one of my favorite working actors. Okay, yeah. I was going to save this, but um, this awesome. one of the best things about this season is all the guest stars they brought in. and all oh, the new I characters. oh, nice. I, I yeah, also hear Zachary it, Levi is in there.
0: Okay, He's that in there for a, a bit. Yo, So he was bit. in the second season. He gets introduced there, and... The problem is they did something so unceremonious to him in the second season oh that doesn't goodness. get addressed until the very yes. end of this
5: oh season. Oh my goodness, that made me so angry. <laughs> are,
2: are we really? going to do spoilers on this one? Because a lot of the flaws for, a lot of us have. Well, yeah, yeah I, I,
3: mean, mean, I can I can leave. Okay, well, you know, here, yeah, we'll, we won't say
0: any spoiler stuff. We can talk about that after the review kind of thing, because okay. I, know, I know other people are still probably catching up on the show too, but... I will say that's a big thing that was a downside, but uh, you know I'm gonna t- toss it over the road to talk about the guest stars because I thought most of the new people they added in here were all really, really good.
2: Oh yeah, I mean it's Sterling K. Brown is just fantastic in anything uh, he does, and I, to hear. I I, I yeah. seem to remember him saying like an s- interview somewhere before the season aired that this was a different role than anything he'd ever played, and yeah, I, I can definitely see that his. His character is really complex. Like you, you kind of don't like him at first, but the more you see him, even though the way he acts doesn't change, the context gets more and more revealed to you, and you're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I can see why you're like this." Yeah, it
0: actually reveals a lot more layers to him all throughout it, and I, it's just it's some of my favorite moments. Even though I did also hate him, I'm just like. I hate you, but you're exactly the type of manager that somebody like Shy needs, you know, mm-hmm. kind of sense?
5: Yeah, I feel like he got more likable as it went on, because yeah, at first he comes across as just being such a dick, but like, <clears throat> but like when things, you know, when as he, as he said, as things get more revealed, you're like, oh, I can see why you act that way. I, I, I can totally see that, you know? Yeah,
4: because uh, I enjoyed reason. him from the get-go, and maybe I'm once one of my many biases, but I enjoy, always enjoy an assertive person of color.
0: Well, no, that's not the yeah. problem.
4: It's not about him doing that. It's just that he is one of those dudes where you
0: don't understand why he's being so aggressive. But the more they get to know him, you see, oh, well, that's what he does when he's doing dealing with business. And that makes a lot of sense in the way that he does it kind of thing. Um, but also, I mean, I thought some of the other guest stars they brought in were super great. Like, Carrie Elways shows up, uh, who's the oh, yeah. stage partner for the new uh, stage play that um, Susie and her new client, freaking Jane Lynch, <laughs> are doing throughout this whole thing. Oh, how
3: is she? I, I've just barely scratched the surface of her character, but I am going to tell you right now, character.
0: Jane Lynch's character may be the most insufferable person I have ever seen on television. Yes. It
3: is her best role. Okay. Absolutely. That- that's what I was curious about as you were saying that. I was about to be like, is that because of her performance? Is that a good thing?
4: Oh, no, it's a Jane, go- Jane Lynch has never been likable in a role to begin with, but she's always
0: great in them. <laughs> I mean, More I would say she's some- unlikable in other roles, but in this one, her character is such a narcissistic, crazy a-hole that it's just amusing to watch Susie, who is, you know, a stubborn, you know, intense person herself, <laughs> have to butt
4: heads with this person. It's <laughs> yeah. Really funny. She's basically Ma from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a pretty good comparison Yeah that's actually
5: that's yeah.
3: Totally
2: right. Holy crap
0: Yeah cause that's the thing where I mean I, I don't want to spoil everything for people who are saying it But yeah they do a stage play of a um A classic play called Miss Julie And uh, Carrie Elwes is the guy they get As her uh, leading man in the play And it goes about as well As you think in some <laughs> ways <laughs> Um, but then a couple other surprises I liked uh, I don't know how you felt about this Rose also But I really like this new character introduced In Joel's storyline um, Mae, being played by Stephanie Sue,
2: She was Like one of my favorite things from this season As soon as she showed up and kind of You know showed what she was about I, I was like oh, oh I'm here for this And every time mm-hmm. she just did anything I just found myself falling in love with her I, I think she's a great character And I really hope we see more of her
0: Right, because she's also also a good balance for Joel who honestly, out of everybody in this cast I never thought I would say that Joel is the most balanced, even-headed and likable character of the core group
4: I like how Joel started off the show like being this everyday schlubby normal guy then you see him shirtless and he's like my god, those (laughs) man (laughs) (laughs) I
2: I noticed that too, yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I think of everybody in the show so far, Joel has had the most character development of almost
3: anybody in the core group. Oh, yeah. I kind of am already feeling that in just having finished season one and going on to season two. Does it really deepen more? Yes, because that's the big thing is that Joel kind of has to be the anchor to everybody, because everyone else is
0: so absurdist and crazy around him, and relatively speaking. He's almost
5: the straight man in a way. He
4: very much is the straight man,
0: yeah. Like, so. I like
4: how you guys are mad at Midge, but Joel's the one who cheated at first, no, and you he, guys thing, already like him. Yeah,
0: that's the thing. They keep referencing the whole thing about, yeah, her life got outended because Joel cheated on her. And he's more or less come to terms with that in the, ter- in the long run kind of thing, and it's still not exactly a thing to forgive, but he's trying his best to make amends as well as he could, as he can in the situation.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, oh. he went into that depression throughout, what, the, the second season? Just wishing, begging, you know, that everyone in his world would forgive him for doing that because he regretted it.
5: Yeah. And the thing is, like, and I personally don't want to, like, see Joel and Midge end up together because I personally think that... You know, because like, you know, because, you know, if you've seen the past seasons, they sometimes they sometimes come back to each other a little bit and then they go back apart again. And I'm personally like, I think they both, you know, I think what makes it interesting is that they both, you know, are connected by having kids and they can still maintain at least a civil friendship and everything. But I, you know, I think it's, you know, because, yeah, like, even though Joel is growing as a person, which I love, I, lo- I love seeing like a character develop. I also don't think him and Midge are meant for each other. After all, he re- he did cheat on her. And that's a heavy huge deal. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, what?
4: I, no, I was going to say, I actually, I disagree in that. I think him and Midge are actually soulmates. It's just, they can never be together because of how badly he fucked up. Are they the Hawkman and Hawk Girl of this universe? <laughs> <laughs> well, just look, like, just, like, you can't even deny it. their chemistry together never goes away at any point oh, in the yeah. show. Oh, no. they're together, Although I they would will say fuck that- each other. And, like, yell at each other, but still love each other at the end of the day.
2: Though I what have of, two like, words the, for you.
4: One of the missteps that happens in this season... What are those, wor- what, are those wor-
0: what are those words, Rose?
2: Lenny Bruce. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, Lenny Bruce is fantastic. They
5: Bruce. have probably my favorite chemistry in the show, Midge and Lenny Bruce. Like, Man, I, never, I,
4: I hope they never fuck. He's going to give her so many STDs. Well, um, <laughs> so apparently from what Lexi looked
0: up is that they originally wanted a whole storyline where she does get together with Lenny Blues, but it's actually a smarter move that they're not delving well, into that completely. Um,
5: the actress who plays Midge um, really pushed against that because she's like, you know what? We don't always see a lot of, like healthy platonic relationships between men and women as it shows. They always Ugh. seem to like try and sexualize it like right off the bat and I'm like I actually personally agree with that I'm like I think that was a smart move They didn't, I didn't, I personally didn't want to see them like hook up or anything like that. I think that would have like <sighs> kind of, I think that would have like ruined their friendship a little bit, you know.
4: That's yeah. so gross. It's like Jack Donaghy nailing Liz Lemon. Oh. She's like I don't want to see
3: that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> why did that make it feel like mom and dad were fucking
0: <laughs> well so I mean like I mentioned that before though like one thing I did feel was a little bit of a weak point in this season was that there was one plot point with Midge and Joel that happens about episode 4 or 5 but
5: it, it, so like it happened. that was hilarious like it was funny for like almost a gag but then they like never bring it up again I'm like so why did it even happen it needed to happen to
0: further the plot point
4: that happened from the one of the first seasons
0: You're yeah just and like, I was
5: just like uh, I mean it was fine I just they never bring it up really it's it,
4: another emphasis that yeah they they do still love each other. It's just, they're not going to ever do it again. Except that they do do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
0: don't I know. Mean, I
5: mean, I personally didn't like it, but So, just me.
4: in terms of some other stuff I really liked
0: about this, uh, you know, when they say that this is one of the more expensive shows produced on Amazon, you can definitely see it because it is still gorgeous and super well produced on every level. You know? mm mm-hmm. Like, I mean, freaking, this is a show that beat Game of Thrones last year in cinematography and absolutely deserves it because some of the stuff they do on a technical prowess with like camera tricks and costumes and set work and that stuff is top notch all the way
5: through. Yeah, especially like the costumes and stuff. Like, I I do love the attention to detail and like, just like how colorful everything seems or like, like, you know, there's certain shots where like, you know, they'll make Midge stand out, for instance, like if she's wearing something bright and everyone else is kind of wearing something like, like more gray or something. But then, you know, there's... So many gorgeous looks, and you know, even the even the um, extras have great costumes.
3: I marvel at how much stuff is able to be done fuck in you. one take. Oh fuck! I didn't even realize I did it? <laughs> it. In my day, observation spouting out more dialogue than some characters have ever.
2: Yeah. Uh, well,
0: and that's, like, you know, the Gilmore Girls influence, because in Gilmore Girls, that literally is, like,
4: I think that holds a record for, like, the most dialogue per episode of any show.
2: Jeez.
4: <laughs> I gotta say, when I convert to Judaism, if my entire uh, club doesn't talk like this, I'd be very disappointed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to actually talk about, but I just want to pass it off to, you know, either Rose or Doggett. Like, what's the, any other points you wanted to bring up for, like, really cool stuff?
4: I'll let Rose go ahead first. Okay.
2: Um, let's see, really cool stuff. Let me look at my notes here.
0: <laughs> this, um, so much happened we need notes on this one.
2: <laughs> I did the homework. Uh I really liked uh Jackie this season. It's a damn shame that his actor unfortunately passed away, so we won't be getting to see any more of him. But the what little we did get to see was both unexpected and oh, charming. Right! <laughs> oh
0: yeah, I, didn't I forgot know that. that he died this year. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Who is Jackie, just so... Uh, he's unknown. the guy who's the head of the gaslight. You know, the MC
4: who who introduced...
2: <gasps> he's dead? Oh, yeah, he died. Yeah,
4: yeah it was really oh, tragic. Oh, Rose, so. you just broke my heart.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he uh, passed away like a month or two ago, just oh, uh, very suddenly. And this is the
4: best he's ever been. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, hey, we, at least we got something nice for him to go out on. That's something. Oh,
4: man, her apartment looks so shitty now. Aww. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. um I'd... Yeah. Just I just want
2: to shine all the spotlight forever on uh, Luke Kirby as Lenny Bruce because, uh, holy crap, he is so perfect in that role. I mean, he he nails the way that Lenny Bruce actually walked and talked and acted and everything, and, and the chemistry between him and Midge is just insane. There's uh, an episode this season that's, what, like f- five or six in? where they hang out together all night, and I was just yes. breathless by the end of it. That,
0: that whole segment where he does the televised
5: thing is one of my favorite parts of the whole season. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. I totally agree.
2: And it, it just leaves me wishing, like, almost desperately, that, you know, he wasn't playing a real person so that they could hook up.
5: <laughs> That's how I felt, too. I'm just like, I, I even mentioned it when we were watching. I'm just like, man, I almost wish he wasn't playing Lenny Bruce, like, some something, someone else like Lenny yeah. Bruce. That way they could be together, because they really have so much chemistry and it's like oh you know but i'm i'm a, i'm willing to accept that they can be good friends so
2: like man that, i um, look
4: forward to y'all's lenny bruce fan fiction
2: <laughs> I, hey well, we
4: don't need it we can just watch the show it's pretty much just Lenny
2: Bruce fan fiction. Hey, pretty much yeah the um the dance that they did that that slick little move that he did with her arm at the end i, I actually went <sighs> <out> <laughs> <loud>. <laughs>
3: so you guys said this season is very musical do you mean like straight up musical numbers oh there are th- there are certain segments in here that are just full-on
0: musical performances like, like band
5: be- like you know like band music well, band, lots
0: of band music there actually is like like a musical ish segment that happens where they do that um what was it the the choreographed swimming sequence to a singing in the rain song
5: a little oh, bit yeah okay
0: yeah and then you know like but yeah there's a whole ton of stage and musical performances throughout this and While I do appreciate the prowess and the technical skill to make those sequences, Mm -hmm. they're all really long. Like, they're all, like, two, three, four minutes apiece, and there's a lot of them this season. Does it
3: almost feel (laughs) like uh, when Legion Season 2 would pad out certain scenes with just psychedelic nonsense? That's one of the weak parts of this season, is that it feels like there's quite a bit
0: of filler that happens throughout here, which... You wouldn't expect, because it's like, there's still a good focus on some of the plot points, but there's a lot of segments, because all these episodes are about an hour, maybe even more, and
3: they-
0: there's a lot of bits where you're just like, okay, we're watching Shai Baldwin perform again for, like, the third time this episode, or we're watching they- uh, the choreographed synchronized swimming sequence, or,
4: uh, uh, you know, a couple of the other bits, and you're just like... They're really cool. Can we move on, though? <laughs> did, is it... Did, okay, maybe I'm sure I understand you. Did you guys wish this was less episodic and more felt like continuous thing?
0: I, well, the see thing is, yeah. like... The other seasons worked, even though they're episodic, but there was always a clear path for the characters.
5: It felt like there was a through line of, like, character development, you know, happening for most of them. And I felt like that was personally my personally biggest gripe with it, is I felt like you know, like, the core, you know, like, the parents, and, and then, Midge. and Midge, especially Midge, I kind of wish that, you know, there was a bit more development on her part, like, it's not that she's not developing, I just don't feel like she's developing enough enough for, like, what has happened and things she's mm-hmm. done, and, you know, I, I just kind of felt like, you know, like, she's almost, she's almost Mary Sue-esque, but not quite there, but, like, she, tiptoeing the line at times and I'm like they're afraid
0: to challenge her as a character yeah
5: right. and I'm hoping that with the stuff that happened at the end which we uh, you know I'm hoping that <laughs> season four will actually be the start of maybe her character being like okay maybe I need to like start working uh, on myself know, a little bit I feel bit. like being
4: a woman in the 1950s is a little bit of a challenging thing
5: no I mean they address me constantly
0: <laughs> but I mean just in terms of on a writing level you just kind of wish that Midge would just You know, she can still be a strong female character while also admitting to some faults that she does in this season, Mm -hmm. especially that ending thing.
5: I think it's more just, like, her interpersonal relationships. Like, I admire and I love that she's, like, willing to stand up to, like, jerk managers and jerk people in the business. And I love that she's, like, willing to, like, put her foot down and put herself out there and, you know, and do all that. But I think it comes down to more of her personal relationships. You know, like, even the people, I mean, even her relationship with Susie, I feel like there's times where, she can be like a little bit of a jerk to her like without realizing it you know and i'm mm-hmm. like okay come on midge like just well, just you know <laughs> be a little bit more aware and and understanding at times even you know like she does mean well she really does but mm-hmm. you know it, you know she's so a little really yeah she's just a little airheaded so
2: well it's it's getting to the point though we've known her for 3 years now and she's Kind of stagnated in in that development, and it's really hitting a kind of make or break point for believability for mm-hmm. her her inability to move beyond her self-absorption and especially her naivete. And it's like, all right, uh, any any real person that has made the kind of mistakes that she's made and realized they were mistakes should maybe you know start to be different in the future. But she never seems to. And if they keep on with that, I don't know if I'll keep watching.
4: Yeah, but and yet Lenny Bruce still gets arrested. Like, like the characters in this like in this world, like they're kind of constant. Like they're all adults now, and they're yeah, but adults do change, but. They are, they are who they are. Like, Midge is gonna be Midge. She's like she's a but, sheltered but kid. See, that's not the problem. Who, like, it's, it's, decided to get down and dirty, finally.
0: It's the problem, and, though, is that she, it feels like there's more interesting stuff happening to other people than her at this point. Like, no, I mean, Of course there's more interesting happening to other people. But <laughs> she's the main character, so she needs to have more interesting stuff happen. Because, again, anytime they focus on Susie, Susie is facing some incredibly big, character-changing moments throughout this season, and it actually pays off fantastically for the most part for her, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, honestly... I almost wanted to see more of Susie take over the show because anytime she, especially one big thing that happens with her and Jane Lynch's character near the very end, is like that's that should be her Emmy reel right there, just that scene. <laughs> oh away. yeah, no, that as soon
2: incredible. as that, the credits started rolling on that one, I just turned my voice I was "That's her Emmy."
4: Off the season, Susie pissed me off. What? This what? Season.
5: what? How?
4: How <laughs> her gambling addiction? Well,
5: okay, okay, yeah. uh,
4: that is
0: one thing I feel like. Again, some of those weird, naive decision making. That was one of the things where it was obvious,
4: and it didn't really. No, she's a poor person who didn't have money. She has money. She doesn't know what to do with it. It makes sense. It's I mean, just, it's, it's just you know, it's come more on. frustrating.
5: I would say, yeah, you know? yeah. But there are the thing is though. At least with that, I feel like there's at least, like, I mean, as we'll see in a season, there's there is consequences though. Like, I mean, yeah. and and when she, you know, and when stuff starts happening, it's like, oh, okay, hang on, we gotta we gotta fix this, you know. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, that's the thing. Is like, I I don't dislike the stuff I saw with this season for a lot of that stuff. It's just, it, it just feels like this show, like, it, it's like you said, Rose. This is really a make or break season because if this show is just going to be more of the same next season, I'm starting to get a little bored with what we're watching, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's pretty. It's very fun. It's got a lot of funny moments. Like, I mean, a couple of moments in here really made us laugh out loud and oh, crazy Yeah, some it.
5: moments are yeah. great.
0: Yeah, but it really needs to change up some of the dynamics between certain characters because if they just go about as these like goofy, wacky people just doing their goofy, wacky things for another season, it's going to get really stale and old. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you guys think this is a comedy or a drama? Oh, it's very much a comedy. And I think that's part of the problem is that the drama is there, but it's never... Hmm. It it feels like it's starting to hit patterns and formulas with it, you know? It feels like...
2: Yeah, Uh Yeah. I was going to say the this season in particular was weird about that because, yeah, it's mostly been a comedy. It's had some very well-written dramatic moments in the prior seasons that were, you know, added at just the right time and everything that it wasn't out of place. But this season, the the contrivances of both plot and character development were almost at the levels of a network sitcom at times, but with disproportionately heavy stakes. And it just, it came off as very weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, almost, it's, it's uh, almost like uh, Gilmore Girls,
4: you know? <laughs> well, I feel like the show can gets as... As comedic as you can for the setting of what everything is, so so you get you, you have the characters and they will and they will be as funny as they can be in like for the character they are and their setting they're in. Like Shy Baldwin's a really funny character
2: until He's he right. has to
4: remind you, I can't stay in the same hotel as you, Midge.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, but that's the thing—they never fully address like like that is there, but because we focus so much on Midge and she's kind of like she still treats it as an oblivious situation of what's going on with the shy especially a huge thing she learns later on about him at some point you're like you think she might be a little bit more aware of how delicate a situation this is especially for him as a black man well okay okay. Mm -hmm. so okay now damn it i can't ask this question without spoiling anything never mind Uh well that's what i'm saying like you know obviously there are some people who would be that ignorant situation but especially in that time period with that thing that's a huge okay. detail, and it okay. really. Justin,
4: how old were you? How old are you when you when you when you realize the extent of how how controversial that is in the black community? Uh, no, I'm just saying,
0: like I understand that, but I'm saying in the 1960s it's even bigger. That's what I'm saying, it's just it's
5: you know it's I, a, it's before a lot of like cultural movements really started happening,
0: and the way Mitch does it is just so like again it's her being a naive and you know it, it's her. Thinking that things are just going to work out fine, and then they don't. But well, I think it's just hey, kind of like asked, a, she asks,
4: she asks, "What can she do?" And the manager tells her to do this. But
0: she, she should at does least it think maybe I should. Her, yes.
4: The thought should have crossed her head saying,
0: "Maybe I shouldn't hint at anything related to that."
5: Well, um, I was reading like some of the Reddit forums, and some people pointed out that her, the thing that happens at the end kind of parallels what happens a little bit to Jane Lynch's character as well, in a way. Like it's kind of like they're both in, they're both in like places that are like unfamiliar to them you know like um you know for instance like jane lynch's character is doing something that's not
0: doing drama I'm yeah
5: like. it's not really something mm-hmm. familiar to her and 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 um midge is like performing in like you know one of the biggest places that she could Ooh,
4: nathan so. this is what you got to look forward to i'll go ahead and spoil this i don't think it's that actually important to the plot okay. nathan you got you gotta watch midge perform at the apollo
0: Yes.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. I, I will say, outside of the actual, like, character motivations of that, that whole sequence with her and
3: then freaking Wanda Sykes cameoing in that sequence was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, it's
5: Wanda Sykes. So, <laughs> it's awesome.
3: Yeah. I'm, I'm still excited to watch this, despite all the criticisms you guys have. I, I think what I'm, I'm glad hearing... glad you're listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> well, what, the thing is, what I'm hearing here with this review is that maybe they needed a couple of years to fully have a well-oiled story for the season. No, I think the problem is, is that they have all the skill and talent that they need to make a good story out of this.
0: It needed... It, it feels like they're just a little afraid to move forward. Like, they're so riding off the success of the first two seasons that this season feels like it's coasting. It felt a anything.
5: little bit too safe at times. Yeah.
0: Uh. Ooh, I didn't get it.
4: I think, I think I'm think i okay with, this, with, with the, the the show just going along. I don't think you guys are okay with it. It doesn't feel like it, it has an end point. It, do- it really doesn't, because honestly, once Midge
0: accomplishes whatever she's going to do, what else is there? Like, if they don't have a backup for what's going to cha- challenge her as a character, because she's almost there, more or less. Like, See, except for the-
3: this is now making me feel like I'm going to fall more in the line of Justin, because we, we discussed a lot of similar things in our Silicon Valley review. Yeah, but again, this is me saying... I still enjoyed quite a bit of this season. Well, and, you know? it, and the
5: thing is, when we critique it, it's not because we hate the show. I actually adore the show. Like, I mean, yeah. I even went to the store to try and find lipstick in the same shade as Midge, because <laughs> I, I love her, like, style. I love vintage styles and things, and I'm like, I want to dress up like her and everything. Like, I adore this show. And that's the reason I have my critiques, is I want to see it improve from the problems I felt that the season face because i, I do love the show and i love all the characters and
2: likewise so yeah, yeah i mean well,
4: lexi as big as a fan you are do you own that pink coat is that pink coat in your closet no it's in my closet
2: what <laughs> how dare you <laughs>
5: send it to me
0: <laughs> you hear that dog is saying that he's more of a woman now than you will be
3: right at the moment
5: oh <laughs>
4: I, th- I just won Time's Woman of the Year. What are you talking
3: about? <laughs> <laughs> this is my psychology project, because uh, Doggett is really just coming alive to me right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but sorry, uh, Rose. Hey, she what, dresses in style. Rose, do you, I mean, do you feel like you're kind of in our, our line with this kind of thinking? or?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still very much love the show, and this is just constructive, loving critique, is I, I want to see you do better, son. I know you can do better than this. Y'all
3: are being Mitch's parents. No, so you guys aren't mad. You're disappointed.
5: Yeah, we're loving (laughs) (laughs) parents. Like we love you, but we want to, you know, we want to see you succeed and do better than what you're doing right now. You know, this
4: could be the thing for me. It's because I watch a lot of shows where like it's based on comedians and uh, like like Crashing. You guys ever watch Crashing? I've 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 never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the character in Crashing is kind of a uh, uh, kind of a just a the most pathetic character that you'll ever see but my point is a lot of times in these comedian shows the main characters are very selfish people just just the just wanting to get into any kind of show business is a very selfish like idea to have in the, in the to like just to begin with sure so That's true, and yeah. like like I'm thinking about one comedian show where like it has the nicest uh like character like that always like tries the best to understand people you know what character that is hmm Louis C.K.
2: I was fixing to say. You took the words out of my mouth. I was about to say. We (laughs) saw
4: where that happened. So I'm okay with these shitty comedian shows in the meantime instead.
3: (laughs) I liked Louis. Whatever happened to it? I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. (laughs) I mean, I'm not kidding. That's the whole
5: podcast for itself.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah. But, I mean, and again, there's still a lot of good stuff in this. I mean, I I have a couple other thoughts that kind of are a little bit of nitpicks. Does it feel like the show regrets introducing children into the story? Because they always feel like they're just background details at this point. Like,
4: yeah. They treat them like parents in 1958 treat their kids. Is they're it, not really is it like the
3: kids in Dexter? It's How like does?
4: the kids from Mad Men.
3: Okay, <laughs> no, because got at least
4: gets a character arc in that scene in the show. So. One character, one kid does, the little brother doesn't.
3: Oh yeah, the little brother, they switched actors like more and times nobody than switch toilet paper rolls.
2: But that's the thing. Like even this
0: show, they bring up the Midge's, you know, Midge's children uh, at various points because they're part of some stuff that happens with the pl- with the plot and the characters. But they're never mm-hmm. actually important to the story, and they always feel like they're just like a, oh yeah, we got to talk about the kids at this point. We got
5: to make sure that Midge fits the nineteen fifties uh, housewife um, criteria. You know, you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be all these things, including a mother. You know, <laughs> and yeah. then it's just kind of like, you know, they're just kind of off to the side. Well, she it, pursues it, her career, and you know. It it's is to the point is. where it
0: feels like Joel is a better parent in the, in the partnership there, because he at least it stays times. with the kids. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: Well, she's touring.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I, again, I get why it's happening, but it feels like there could be more of a relationship with Midge and her children, because it feels like mm-hmm. it's always at such an arm's length, and you like it, it would really ground her, I think, if she had a little bit more time to spend with the
5: kids. I, I think I would like her to, like... Fuck those kids! Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. she's <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> I think what I would like to see is maybe um, her actually addressing to the kids a bit more directly, like, why is she, you know, like, I would like at least a scene or two where she's, like, you know, like, if maybe, like, the kids are, like, actually, like, hey, like, why aren't you home as often or something like that? I would like at least a couple, like, like, slightly more grounded moments of her and the kids, at least, you know, they don't have to, like, they to be, like, they don't have to be the front and center or anything like that. I would like to, like, at least see, like, an actual, like, bonding moment a little bit, though. Just that, like, kids are definitely... I think you
4: guys had, um, good parents who like w- were cared and like asked you uh, I guys can tell how you, you were <laughs> asked have, if you were if like if your shoes fit all right i have plenty
0: so, of stories about <laughs> my dad and of, my mom of <laughs> like
4: parents that work a lot and like don't really let's just you're over there send
0: D- that it. D- i can tell you from the fact that my dad was absent for years of my life and t- relatively speaking in terms of how many hours he worked i can tell you that that's not true
5: and my so, mom actually yeah. my parents actually had an interestingly similar um, so my mom actually worked full-time. So and you guys then...
0: do relate to, M- to, to Midge a little but bit. But I also like to say, maybe she can avoid some of the pitfalls that other people make.
5: <laughs> well, the, well, the thing is, like... In 1958? Well, the thing is, like, look... I... Hang on. So, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, my parents... My dad was the one that stayed at home, and my mom was the one that worked. And honestly, I kind of wish, you know, even though I understand completely why my mom was gone a lot. She worked night shifts and stuff. I still wish I could have spent more time with her at times. You know, usually I would I would co- you know I would go to school. I'd come home. I'd see her for like ten minutes right before she heads to work, and then you know and then she's gone. And like as a kid, I I totally understood why she had to do that. But there were times where I'd be like, hey, I kind of wish you know maybe I could have more time with my mom.
0: So it feels like it would just help Midge develop as a character to try a new thing and say that might be a challenge that she's not ready for, and it would help her grow as a character to say,
5: hey, maybe if I spend
0: some time with the kids or listen to what they think instead of just making anything with the kids all about her in in relation, it would actually show a little bit of growth in her character.
5: Yeah, because it's not bad that she's, you know, like, she's doing what she has to do to support her family and pursue her own, you know, happiness and career. It's totally fine. As I said, I I just kind of wish there would be, like, a moment or two in in the show where they would address it as a bit more, like, you know, in a grounded way, so. yeah, I mean, I think
4: that there's that scene where, like, the kid was on the phone with her and, and he sung the ABCs five times. I think... I think we've got the gist of what he of what that character is. He's but, he's four. I know,
2: but Can again Can we all agree that Midge's kids are definitely gonna write a book about her someday? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Her own little um
3: what was that, postcards from the edge kind of book or something like that. Yeah. Thank Marlo God so does not exist for her first performance. what was the absence of the kids like Irishman level? No, I mean, kind of. Irishman's worse. The,
0: the thing is, is that with the kids, it always feels Dog like they that's what
3: you say about Irishman whenever it's brought up. At least <laughs> these kids have lines.
0: Well, the thing is with these kids is that they always feel like they're an inconvenience. You know what I mean? Like, like the, even to the writers, it feels like they're an inconvenience.
4: Children are an inconvenience. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm the oldest of ten, so I can relate to that. Children <laughs> oh, are... Oh, wow. <laughs>
4: Oh, boy. But, yeah. So so Nathan heard my fuck, fuck these kids, and he's like, yeah, fuck these kids. No, I
3: actually just wrote down notes about you. <laughs>
5: <laughs> he's taking notes over there. So, well, then
4: I only have
0: two other points. Uh, I mean, I know, it feels like forever, but just quickly. Um, does anyone else dislike Imogene as much as me and Lexi do? Uh, Mitch's friend?
2: Yeah, she's annoying. Yeah, yeah I think
0: she's, she's okay. Just she's fine. I just, I, Is- I don't... I don't get why Midge hangs out with someone like her. Like, I get it in the sense of her being a little bit airheaded and a little bit ditzy, like that character is. But who would tolerate Eugene? She's not that bad. what does she do? She's just incredibly obnoxious and self-centered and needy in the way that's like she never has. Like she it only feels like that's her only character trait, and that's the problem with it. You know? Well,
2: she she seems like a perfect holdover from Midge's old life pre blow up with Joel. Where yeah, they just they wanted for nothing. They had the perfect Upper West Side lifestyle, they didn't have to work, they didn't have to do anything, just completely insulated life and that uh, she she seemed fitting for that, but now that Midge is, you know, broken into this whole other world, the fact that she's still friends with Imogene and still putting up with that just talk of, you know, kids and bake sales and all this stuff seems kinda weird.
4: She's a more stable figure for Midge to like play off of, actually.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: I, I mean know. at least the the upside is at least they're actually giving Imogene some development too. Um, in some ways, end, yeah, yeah nor, near the very end. But like, that's the one upside. I'm like, okay, well, maybe she won't be as bad in like the next season or something. I yeah. don't
0: know. and then one thing I do like to say, I'm not gonna say where, when, or why this character shows up, but gosh, dang, isn't it great to see Jason Alexander in something else lately?
3: Yeah. Oh, nice. yes.
0: Yeah, he has he has like two of my favorite bits in this whole show when he shows up.
4: <laughs> so you like it I didn't say I didn't like it so you're okay with it I, d- I said don't do it so you don't like it
0: <laughs> it's a great scene like it feels like he's like George from Seinfeld if he had like a midlife crisis and tried to change his world kind of thing
2: yeah yeah <laughs> Like, anyone, because, you know, most people know him from Seinfeld, but I anyone that says, oh, he's only comedic, or he's only got one note, or even that he's not a good actor, I would point to his appearance in this show, because, yeah, I was genuinely moved by his performance at times.
5: Oh, yeah. Like, it was... It was like, when he tells you a story, you're just like, oh, oh, point- that makes me sad.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, if, yeah, something bad happened to George, and he didn't just act like a totally selfish a-hole about it, just like, oh, wow. That really hurt me. <laughs> You're just like, oh, not me. I love America. Fuck him.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, but that's all the major points I have. Or this is a super size review, and I'm so happy we talked about this. But is there any other like lingering points that anyone want to bring up before we go to final thoughts?
4: Uh, man, I really would. I wish we could had a whole episode on her mom's trip back to New York. That's one of <laughs> my complaints. <laughs>
5: <laughs> whole episode. I would like to see a whole episode or something or a side episode be like, okay, let's see the shenanigans that happened with that.
0: It does feel like people get to places very conveniently at points, too. Like, the whole way, mm-hmm. reason they explain why your parents show up to Midge's tour in Florida, you're just like, well, they're there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'd also like to see
5: their story of how they got there, too. <laughs> yeah, that was another whole thing, too. Ooh, she kicks
4: the ball into the people in the pool. That's oh, my
2: of the God. Of I choked crazy. on my drink when that happened. <laughs> I was like, what? The
4: heck just happened? <laughs> and, um, oh my
0: gosh, uh, I think, yeah, if we want to just mention some highlights, uh, the whole bit with, uh, um, the mom trying to, like, like her, all of her drunken antics are always really hilarious. Oh my
5: gosh, <laughs> that was
2: hilarious. Her lying about the eggs cracked me up. Are those eggs? Yeah, make them stop. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: you know, I will say this too, um, gosh dang, uh, Joel's parents are, like, Something else. They are uh they are a piece of work. <laughs> All right.
2: I I loved his parents, but seeing as much of them as we did in this season, with very little change to how they acted, I was kind of getting tired of his parents yeah, by no,
3: the end. Oh, like uh, I really like Kevin Pollak. No, Ke- oh, I do too. Yeah, her and um, Carolyn Ann is
0: the, the mom. They're both great actors, and they're they're really funny when they show up, but. Again, there's such it's like there's such one-note characters, do a lot of it that they a little of them goes a long way.
5: Yeah. Well, there was like one nice moment with um Kevin Pollak's character in Mid. Yeah. Which a lot I actually more of that. really enjoyed. I was like, "Oh, that's like nice." Ooh. One lasting point for this show, the
4: it's uh, it's kind of like you know what's the one thing I like about it? It has like a a my name is Earl factor where the entire town is kind of like everybody has their, their own character and it's very interesting to watch. But like, it a scene where somebody owes somebody money, and this just this like ladder of like, "Hey, give me some money, me. Hey, give me oh, some
2: money, yeah, Yomi. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, was, that great, was great.
4: Too. Like literally, almost anything with Susie always had like one big
0: laugh out loud moment every episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that was definitely one of them. Um, but yeah, shall we wind down to final thoughts then?
2: Oh uh, yeah. All right.
0: Um, uh, if you insist. Yeah, why well, don't <clears> you go ahead, Roswell? What do you think? Uh.
2: I, you know, I, I didn't hate this season. I was just a little bit let down. I uh, would really like to see some more growth next season. I would still give it a recommended watch uh, if, you know, anybody's a fan of it. Um, just know that it's not quite as great. And anything else I have to say on it is very, very spoilery, so... Yeah.
0: Thank you for sparing me. <laughs> 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 so, uh, what would you give for your final uh, arbitrary rating?
2: Uh... Jeez, uh, five sparkly pink ball gowns out of ten. <laughs>
0: oh wow, that's uh, that's that's, sad. Supr- that's surprisingly low. Yeah, actually.
4: <laughs> um, you know what? Why don't you go ahead, Doggett? Well, I, I was hoping you'd save the best for last, but I guess I'll no. Go my ahead. wife's gonna be the best for last. I'm, <laughs> I'm not your wife. Stop that. Anyway. <laughs> 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 so. So, the show right here that we're talking about, Miss Maisel, this shit's dope. You guys should watch it. It's pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, So, I didn't have the same issues everybody else did, obviously. And all joking aside, I, I actually do see the points everybody's making. It's just they don't bother me as much. I, I, I do love all the characters. And, yeah, they're selfish. They're all selfish, selfish, awful people. But, you know. Some the people in Mad Men, but I still watch seven seasons of, like, John uh, Don Draper fucking up his entire life every season. <laughs> and I will gladly watch uh, Miss Maisel, like, just get closer and closer to success and just doing something that destroys everything. Right. So, f- as far as the show goes, I'm going to give it a, uh, uh, this season, season three, uh, eight out of, an, out of ten uh, premieres at the Apollo Mm. <laughs> uh, great times um yeah so I'll, I'll, let's see you
0: finish off but i'll just say this is definitely the weakest season of mrs Maisel, which is to say it's still incredibly well done on a production level on an acting level everyone's still at their a-game in terms of performance and dialogue delivery it just feels like the biggest issue is that it feels a little too comfortable it feels like it's a little too full of itself at points and again there's just so much padding like there's a whole thing with episode 7 involving radio commercials and that goes on forever. And it has some Mm -hmm. really funny parts but it just feels like it's not leading to anything. Like, the only time that the episode really led led anywhere was when it went back to focusing on Susie's story with the play and that was the best part of that episode but we had to sit through a good half of the episode to get there kind of thing. So, I just, I feel like they need something a little bit more focused to push the characters towards a specific goal this next season. And, yeah, uh, I don't know. That's just really my biggest disappointment with that. But, it wasn't bad, it was still a lot of good stuff about it, so I'm gonna give it um, 7 out of 10 of the funniest side character gangsters you've ever seen. Because <laughs> those two guys only have like one major sequence in this, but when they showed up, I'm like, I love these guys, they're, they're the best.
5: <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, you know, kind of side a little bit more of Rose and Justin on and, and Line of Thought there. You know, like, once again, I still adore this show, there's so many things to like about it, and I really really recommend people go out and watch it if you know if they if they can um because it's you know it's, it's hilarious it's you know very well written it's gorgeous cinematography and um you know, you know everything about it is pretty top-notch in quality but I, I think it for me overall like just the writing i didn't feel like it quite hit up to the standard of seasons one and two like i, I think for me my biggest issues like my biggest issues i think is you know as mentioned earlier, is, you know, it felt like a little bit meandering at times in a few episodes. And then, um, you know, my I think my biggest thing is, like, I kind of want to see Midge just, you know, I, I want to see Midge, like, you know, actually truly face, like, a some sort of big challenge and then actually have to grow and change from that and kind of be like, hey, maybe, you know, like, the way I've been behaving at times can, you know, like, me not being so self-aware... And me not being you know me being like too too self-absorbed at times is maybe hurting people at times without realizing you know and I kind of want to see her develop and grow you know maybe fall down a little bit but you know get back up again because we you know that's what we want to see with midge you know we want to see her you know go towards a goal and and really develop. but at the end of the day, I still really love her character and I still love all the other characters I just want you know I love this show and I just want to see it get a little bit better um, really push the envelope a little bit you know. Um, so I think overall, I'd have to give it a 7 out of 10 yellow teddy bears in hotel rooms. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so many teddy bears. So
5: many teddy bears.
2: Those were cute. I want them they all. They never
4: dropped the joke. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's great.
0: I gotta say, though, uh, as hard as it is is to watch people choke on stage, the whole thing that happens with uh, Jane Lynch's character near the end of this is One of the funniest and most
4: awful things I've ever had to watch.
5: It was really funny. I was just like, oh my goodness.
4: (laughs) Man, this show's gonna have a dark as fuck ending. I just know it.
5: (laughs) You know, I don't want it to go that
4: dark.
0: I'm
5: just saying... Maybe maybe, maybe balance the comedy and, and stuff mean, a little bit. To be bit. fair,
0: though, this season had Man, a darkest f ending, too. It kind of did, changed. actually. Yeah, did. She's going to turn to Jane Lynch. That's the worst part. <laughs> oh, please don't let her turn to Jane Lynch. I that hope character- not. I-, <laughs> I wanted to throttle Jane Lynch at points in this show. Oh like, you, yeah. can, you can see, like, it's almost like cartoon levels of steam coming out of Susie Meyerson's ears at points while
2: talking to her. <laughs>